0: Hey, college kids, welcome back to my podcast. I'm just here to remind you to subscribe so you know when future episodes are released. Other than that, I hope you enjoy my interview with Archana from University of Pittsburgh. Hey, college kids, welcome back to my podcast, Who Cares About College. In today's episode, I have Archana, so if you could introduce yourself.
1: Hi, everybody. My name is Archana Ramkumar, and I am a sophomore studying at the University of Pittsburgh.
0: All right. So first, let's get to know you as an applicant. Can you give us your race, gender, and your socioeconomic status when you were applying to colleges?
1: Yeah. So um, I identify as female. Um, I am Asian, um, and my socioeconomic status when applying um, is upper middle, I would say. Um mm-hmm. but yeah,
0: it's an estimate. All right. So first, in terms of like your family dynamic, can you tell us like, were you the first to go to college in the in America, in the United States? Were you expected to like pursue higher education? Did you have any siblings who perhaps went before you that could help you in the college application?
1: Yeah, so I'm actually like first gen, like I'm the oldest um, in my family. I have a younger brother and I actually don't have a lot of like I didn't have a lot of people to kind of ask questions to like in terms of family because I only have two cousins that were one year older than me and they both went to college here so pretty much I was asking them a lot of questions and I didn't really have like um, a lot of like family upper um, older uh, family members cousins here so it was kind of tough in that aspect I didn't really Know a lot, and until I kind of went through it, it was kind of like a work in progress. And my family, my parents, they try to help me as much as they could, but for me personally, it was a bit challenging without kind of like um, ask without being able to ask like some like closer questions to people that I knew.
0: And what was the expectation, perhaps from your parents or expectations that you put on yourself? What were you aiming for in terms of higher education?
1: Right. So I am currently a pre med here studying. Um, and my major is computational biology. I should have mentioned it before. But I'm computational biology, um, and I'm currently taking, like, orgo, organic chemistry right now. And my in terms of, like, my parents' expectations, they I always, like, expressed interest in science, biology, medicine, I would say. And I think I started off thinking I would be pre-med 100%, and now I'm, like, a little less, I would say, I'm still thinking of completing all the course requirements mm-hmm. for medical school but I since I'm not too sure exactly if that's what I'm gonna do I don't see myself like going straight into medical school rather I plan to take a gap year because it would just give me more time to mm-hmm. kind of work and build my application um, My parents they they don't really um, care honestly they they do want me to, pick a career that will give me, like, money in the end. I feel like that's the most important thing. They want me to be, like, able to, like, support myself and be financially stable, like, individually on my own. I feel like they would like me to pursue medicine, but if I decided I didn't want to anymore, I don't think they would say anything about that because my current major is kind of more of a mix of computer science and um like biology so there's a lot of um there's a lot of boom in that field currently and it, it's there's a really like good outlook for that in careers in this industry as well so it's kind of like 50/50 at the moment but yeah we'll see where it goes
0: yeah we'll talk definitely talk more about like how you came upon your major a little bit later mm-hmm. i did you apply bsmd programs
1: or was it just I did like apply- Mm-hmm. to two. I applied to two. I applied to Stony Brook, BSMD, and I applied to I think it was um BU, Boston University, BSMD. I didn't get into the BSMD, but I did get into the regular undergrad four year.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's
1: kind of like a separate part of it.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. So you weren't like one of those people that applied to like 10 or 12 BSMDs?
1: Um, no, I only applied to like two actually, because I kind of, since I wasn't sure, like 100% set on it, um, I didn't want to like waste my time applying for so many. Mm -hmm. So I just did two of those and then everything else was, um, just like a four year program pretty
0: much. All right. So can you tell us a little bit about the high school you went to? Was it first, was it public or private? And then, I guess we could say like the culture, the atmosphere, did they send a lot of kids like college? Was there a lot like really competitive in terms of your high school?
1: Yeah. So my high school was public. Um, it was pretty big. It was like 3000 kids. Um, and it was a very competitive school. I would say, um, comparing to other high schools, it was honestly, there were a lot of like, um, Asians, like specifically Indians in that, in our school. Um, and honestly, most of my classes were also predominantly Indian as well. Um, I was taking like APs and honors, um, in terms of like college expectation. Um, a lot of kids did go to college and they went to really good colleges. Um, we had some girl in my grade, our valedictorian went to MIT. Um, that's like, a that's really, really big for our school. And this, I think the salutatorian Victorian went to Olin College of Engineering. So there were really high expectations. There were Ivy's, there were just state schools, there were like private colleges and community college. So we did ha- definitely had like a mix and um, yeah. So it was, it was pretty diverse, very diverse in that aspect. Everyone went to everywhere all around the country, things like that. But it was a very, it was definitely a pretty competitive school. Mm -hmm. um and i feel like that made me also that made me want to do more as well because i was seeing what everyone else was doing so that's why i feel like i ended up taking like harder coursework and stuff
0: yeah so one more like more broad and general question before we get into like the different components of application the grades the standardized test scores so Mm -hmm. going into high school yeah you know there are like multiple approaches there are some people who are like very set in stone like okay four years, now I got to dedicate to making my college application. And then there are others who come in, you know, kind of free flowing, figuring it out as they go. So when you entered high school, what was your approach in terms of the college process? Were you like, freshman year, I'm getting ready, got to do these extracurriculars? Or was it more like, I'll see how this goes?
1: It was definitely, I'll see how this goes. I didn't really think about college at all until junior year. Like, honestly, I didn't really um, do anything like, directed towards that I mean I mean like I did join clubs and I did sports but I like just academically I hadn't thought about like oh where like what am I gonna do where am I gonna go until junior year um and then junior year I started like very vaguely um kind of thinking about just colleges at least like where would I be interested and I had like maybe like a couple maybe like, three drafts of, like, I'd make, like, one list of everywhere I was interested, and then I'd kind of update that, and by the, I feel like by the summer of senior year, I had the colleges pretty much set in stone, Mm -hmm. uh, what I was thinking, and I, I think that summer was when I made, like, kind of, like, a really large spreadsheet, I know, maybe people have heard about this, where you just kind of list out everything, that you need to do, all the requirements. Like, I had, like, the, like a column for, like, the test scores, um, kind of, like, the percentage of, like, people that get in. I, I mean, acceptance rate, that's the word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I had, like, how many recommendation letters and things like that. So it was kind of like this huge spreadsheet that I kind of just, like, worked on during the summer and that's also the summer that I started doing my essay too so Mm -hmm. I really didn't have like I was definitely not one of those people that like started really early I feel like you just I just had couldn't really picture college until like my third year anyways Mm -hmm. since like I was just like doing school I just feel like it wasn't really a thought until like it really time came around so yeah that's
0: pretty much that's pretty much what I did at least Mm -hmm. all right so let's go on to the classes, GPA, stuff like that. So can you tell me, I guess we can skip on because you did mention your school had APs. So can you tell me how many APs you ended up taking by the time college apps came around? Like how many were on your application?
1: Yeah. So I think I took around like seven, maybe. Mm-hmm. I didn't write the test for two of them, I think, um, because I started to realize that it was a waste of time and money for, for certain subjects, which, um, at least for me, like, since I'm going to be, was going to be pre-med and do science in college, I thought it would be a waste of time to take like AP bio my senior year, like the, the exam, because I knew I was going to take it again in college. So Mm -hmm. I actually didn't end up taking that exam. So by that point I was a little smarter and I realized it was just not worth it for Mm -hmm. me since I was going to do that. And then I, um, I don't, I can't remember which one I, I, but I did do like math, chem, like English.
0: Like the standard, um, like core classes.
1: Th- three classes or yeah, three or four classes. And I, I just, I did like two Englishes, but I didn't take one of them. Like, again, that was another thing. I didn't really need it. I just took the class. um, And then I just didn't, I realized I didn't need the test. So I think mm-hmm. it was about seven APs, I believe.
0: Okay. And can you tell us at least the average, you don't have to go through each and every single one, but the average score that you got on the AP test that you did take?
1: I got like a mix of like, I got mostly fours and like a cup, like one or two fives, I would say.
0: All right. Yeah. All right. So like a four, basically a four average. A
1: four average.
0: Yeah. All right. So now let's go. Oh, GPA. We have to do GPA. Uh-huh. So can you give your unweighted GPA, the one that's at a 4.0, and then weighted GPA and also give the scale for your school? Cause schools do it differently
1: right so my school does um a five as uh five is an a in an ap class and a 4.5 is an a in an honors class and then four is regular so it's like 0.5 basically you're mm-hmm. adding so my weighted was a 4.27 mm-hmm. and my unweighted i'm gonna estimate because they don't really tell us they're unweighted um they just release our weighted for some reason i feel like it was around like 3.8 to 3.85. Okay. feel like it was around that. So it was like kind of like a mix of like B plus, A minus, and A's. I feel like that would be like the best way to mm-hmm. kind of
0: summarize. All right. So let's go into standardized tests now. Tell us, did you take, and you could take it completely from here. Did you take SAT or ACT? What preparations did you do? How many times did you take it? And what was the score overall that you sent to colleges?
1: Yeah. So for me, SAT was just not, it was just challenging from the start. I was really never really good at taking tests. And to be honest, I don't think I ever really became good at it. I just was just like, I think I'm done now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took, I started off with the SAT. I think the first one I took was junior year in November. Um, and I did the SAT three times. I prepared the summer coming into junior year. With I did a course called Prep Expert. It was it was an excellent course. It was really good. It was definitely very geared exactly towards the SAT. We use like the College Board exams as preparations. It wasn't one of those courses where they had their own tests, um, where they make their own. It was just the College Board ones, and it was pr- it was really good. But I was just like really not good at taking tests. I I think after my third SAT, I was like I really want to try the ACT. And I ended up doing that twice, um, all the way up until like September of my senior year. Um, And by the end, I ended up getting the same score pretty much on both. I got a 1460 on my SAT and a 32 on the ACT. Mm -hmm. And my advice is that I feel like take the SAT twice. And if it's not working out, I feel like switch to the ACT because I feel like there is a lot of room to grow and do better on the ACT than SAT. Like if it's not working out for you for the SAT, I feel like you're probably going to do really well on the ACT. And Mm -hmm. I wish I kind of just like just drop the SAT and just focus on the ACT because on the second try, I was like pretty close to getting like a nice score, but I just didn't really have time and I didn't want to do it again anymore. So, yeah, that's my thing. I'm telling my brother the same thing. I'm like, just screw the SAT. Just go to the ACT. I feel like you're going to do better on that.
0: No, I completely understand because I took the SAT as well. And now I'm doing because I'm still a junior, so I have a lot of time. I'm doing preparations for ACT. And let me say at least the reading section for the ACT, whole lot easier.
1: Yeah, that it, it just I'm sorry. Like, I just no matter how many times I like practice, I just feel like it just wasn't good for me like I just I could never really do that good it Mm -hmm. felt like luck or like like a lucky guess at some point like everything every passage was just different like no matter how much preparation I feel like I did for that like it just never ended up working out for me so it was pretty stressful like junior year because of that because I put a lot of pressure on myself thinking like oh if I don't get a like a 15 something like I'm not good enough for college but that was just like really hard to like kind of go through junior year, especially uh, like being like one of the only older kids that I knew in my family, like, like studying in America, like doing like this whole thing. I was like, I just feel so stupid right now. Because all my cousins like in India are like super smart, all that. And I'm just like not even able to do this. But Mm I just had like a kind of like a um, I kind of was really harsh on myself. I realized now, senior year, c- now in college, like it does not matter. I'm no one's walking around talking about their SAT. I feel like it has no measure once you reach college, it's just simply to get in. But I feel like even then, like it's not the main thing that people are looking at, you know? Yeah,
0: I mean, I agree with you for like more like STEM kids. Yeah, SAT is it's just the reading sections easier is what it is
1: Mm -hmm. Is and I feel like I was better at math and science Mm -hmm. so it would have been better but it was just it was just me kind of learning through the process I think that's why it kind of ended up like just like I was like I'm done with this
0: (laughs) and for your ACT preparation did you do the same like did you sign up for another course or was that solely on your own
1: uh no I just like got this like from my cousin like he did that um the older cousin that I had mentioned um they're one year older than me he had just given me like a hand-me-down book mm-hmm. and I just kind of use like my SAT like studying skills and just took like practice tests to get with the uh practice with the timing mm-hmm. and um I, I feel like I maybe I google like a couple tips here and there but I didn't do any like extensive like study course
0: mm-hmm. um with ACT yeah and when you were applying to college I mean, of course, like they've made it like pretty recent that you can like submit your own test scores. Like it doesn't have to be an official transcript. So did you submit both your SAT and ACT or was it just the ACT that you submitted?
1: I just submitted the SAT. SAT. Um, I I don't really know like why I did that. I think I I got the same thing on both. And I think I just did. I think I don't know. I just kind of like just was like, okay, I'll just do the SAT. Like that was just the first one I did. I'll just do that. So, I, yeah, there was really no, I I don't know the, I don't know if there's like a benefit of submitting both really. I mean, because I had the same score, I feel like it didn't matter.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. So let's go on to, we did like the GPA, we did the standardized testing. Let's go into extracurriculars. Yeah. Huge part of the application. So can you list, you don't have to like go through like the small ones, but can you list like the main extracurriculars that you had on your college application like, what What did you do? When did you start them? Eventually, what role did you climb yourself up to? And then what was the commitment with those extracurriculars as well?
1: Yeah, so my biggest commitment definitely in high school was cross country and track and field. I did cross country and winter track, spring track, like all three seasons, all four years. So I pretty much did like the whole year around. Um, and the commitment for that was pretty much what school ended at, like, 2.20 for us. We'd have practice until, like, 5, 4.35 every day. And then we'd have, sometimes we'd have meet, uh, races meets Saturday. We'd have practice in the morning. So that was, like, really, really huge. I feel like I'm, I'm honestly talking about it now. I'm like, that's actually really big. So I pretty much always got went home at, like, 5.30, like, every weekday. Mm-hmm. and. I did, since cross-country starts in the fall, we'd have, like, summer commitment, too, like, two, twice a day practice. Um, Like, so it was, our running was a pretty big, like, program in our school. Um, Like, in our county, like, we were, like, very, like, a large, like, uh, group four, they say, in New Jersey. So we were, like, a large school with, like, a pretty big, like, athletic program as well. So I was, like, I was a varsity my sophomore year in spring track and then after that I was varsity in winter track and then cross country so sophomore year spring was the first time that I got like a varsity letter and then after that I got like the other two um so that was like my biggest commitment it was honestly like it was at times like it was so like painful like I was like I just want to go home and I don't want to do this but like I also loved it like at the like I loved like just being able to like feel, like, really accomplished at the end, like, after Mm -hmm. all the races, workouts, and meets, and I feel like the teammates and the social component was a really, really big part of me, part of that for me, of why I loved it so much. I'm not really running now in college, and I, I actually weirdly miss it. I miss, like, like, having somewhere to go, like, doing something. I'm, like, really big on, like, being active and stuff, and honestly, not doing that is kind of killing me. (laughs) Um, I, I feel like I'm actually considering joining the running club here at Pitt um, mm-hmm. next semester because I realize I miss it a lot. So yeah, that's like my running story. Um, I've been running since like seventh grade. So it had been like six years oh, okay. by the time I graduated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and in- oh, One
0: more thing. One more thing. So in I know like I have friends who are in cross country. Oh my God, it is such a huge a- commitment. Like yeah, I yeah. can't imagine like hours after school, it's just 10 miles a yeah. day. It's just so much. So, and I also know that there are competitions, like for most sports, there are, I think you can go up to States in competitions. And then sometimes you have to like travel a little bit to go to different competitions in different States. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So can you tell me in terms of like cross country personally, how far did you progress? And then if your team, let's say like goes to States Mm -hmm. and they win at States, does that count towards you as well? Like I also won at States or is it more like my team won at States? Like, can you feel so, like the competition aspect of it?
1: Yeah, so I personally was better in track than I was in cross country. I would, my my season would like personally for me, like, and a lot of teammates, um, their season, our seasons would be over before the sectional race because only a very small group of like girls, like seven girls, seven guys would continue to sectionals. And if they um, place in that, they would go to like a meet of champions, things like that. So that was kind of my cross country side, but for track, I did participate in like state relays. I've done like four by eight hundred, and I've done in winter track. I've also done like like higher level meets. Um, when when we like win things, it's not really I guess towards anyone personally. I, I it's just kind of like a group win. Um, we do have like an award ceremony at the end of the um, the season, like a banquet type of thing. And sometimes you will get like certificates. Like I got like this like interscholastic like athlete thing, um, mm-hmm. like certain people would get like certain awards and like recognitions like in the county, things like that. People who competed at like high level meets and like placed in those meets, they would get like awards. So it kind of like depends like. Like personally how you do but the wins would kind of only be like for the whole team
0: Mm -hmm. but on your college app would you write like oh my team won at states or something like that
1: um no I wouldn't write that I I only mentioned like the award that I got um Mm -hmm. like for me personally and I had had only mentioned like I was a varsity athlete so those are the only two yeah I didn't really mention like group things on there for that
0: okay okay so Let's move on. What other main extracurriculars did you have on your college application?
1: So, yeah, I was also part of this um, volunteering organization called Leo Club, um, Leo Club International. Um, So Lions Club International is like a huge thing around the world. And we since we were kids, we were called the Leo Club. Um, So our South Brunswick, that's where I'm from in New Jersey. We had our own Leo Club and. I started off um, the end of my freshman year. My friend just told me, like, hey, there's this club. Like, are you interested in joining? I was like, maybe. So I kind of went along with him. And I ended up, like, really, really liking the people there. I love the um, um, the advisor of the uh, the club as well. And I really liked the projects that we were doing. So I got really involved in that club. And What kind of volunteering I, was it? So we did, like um, – So we would do like special Olympics volunteering. We would do like make a Thanksgiving food kitchen. Um, We had done a, we had done a six flags volunteering thing. It was really fun because we just got to go on rides and it was like a volunteering aspect as well for that. Um, So there were like really, really fun stuff that we did. And the biggest one that um, I did once I got on the board, I was an executive member my senior year um, and I we actually planned a 5k the first one for our club mm-hmm. in our con- in our um, township. So, I was like very heavily involved in like uh volunteer like planning with the volunteers and creating like the whole schedule and all the shifts and all that. And so were my um um my co, I don't even know. My other t-
0: colleagues. My other
1: colleagues, yeah, that's the word. Colleagues like on in our club, we all like we all signed. We planned out, planned out the whole thing, and I'm honestly probably the most proud of that that I that I contributed to and helped um, like make come together. We had over we had like 120 people sign up for it. Wow! So for our first ever um, 5K, um, it was very very successful, mm-hmm. um, and it was super fun. I I honestly used that. Every that whole Leo Club experience um, a lot on my college application. It, mm-hmm. I think it really gave it gave me something to talk about because I did a lot with that, and the five K was a really big part of something that I was able to kind of just like use a lot in my applications and essays and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Was it like a you said it was volunteer, but is it like you guys raised money to give towards causes?
1: Yeah, so okay. we'd have like we have like five we have like different like um, kind of like. Um, like values or like I don't know how to say it like we have like different um, categories to which we kind of do like our volunteering events so for example the uh, 5k we actually donated our money to um, diabetes awareness and research that was that was our goal for that event Mm -hmm. so we like donated it to um alliance clubs like funding and we also donated it to jdrf which is like for research in diabetes and awareness and um we've done other like fundraisers towards like vision and like environment like clean spring like cleanups picking up garbage and stuff like that so we'd have like different like categories and we try to like do events in each of those things
0: Uh, okay and the executive board was that like the highest like level you could get in that club like you guys it was more like a panel not a panel
1: yeah, yeah. so we had like the president vice president secretary i had actually had ran for secretary um, um but i didn't get that position so i was given the executive so there was like four people mm-hmm. so it was like the three positions and then the executive and then our advisor
0: so oh, yeah okay. Mm-hmm. okay 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 so you definitely you said you mentioned Leo Club like throughout your application. So did you mention it like in your essay and stuff?
1: Yeah, that was like a huge part. Whenever it asked like what leadership position anything about leadership, I would just throw that there. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I had um what I would do is I I'd written one like kind of like big paragraph about everything that I did about that. And for each college out- essay, if it was a little different, I'd kind of like tweak what I wrote to kind of fit the The question, but the overall theme. I would pretty much use Leo Club a lot, and I would use um, um. I did another volunteering, which was um, uh. It was called Buddy Ball. It was with our um, township soccer association thing, and what we we would do is we'd um. It was just a bunch of high schoolers, and we'd actually play with special needs kids. We'd play soccer with them, like every Sunday for about an hour. And so I also talked a lot about that um, Mm -hmm. as something that I really um, did and something that I did. And I really enjoyed being able to do um, with kids because I love doing anything with kids. So those two and like running were pretty much like my main three things Mm -hmm. that I would discuss because those are like my most involvement, I would say.
0: And for that um, other volunteering activity you did uh, playing with the disabled kids every Sunday, did that start freshman year?
1: Uh, I think I did that sophomore year yeah okay that was was sophomore year I did that for a whole year and then junior year um I got a little busy and then senior year I was actually um oh yeah I should also add this I I started working at a pharmacy actually I was like a I was like a pharmacy clerk um so that was like towards the end of junior year so I kind of really never had time to kind of go back to a buddy ball that was what we called it with Mm -hmm. playing with the kids because I was just kind of like moving towards like different interests and seeing like other ways I could kind of like do things mm-hmm. and I someone had reached out about, uh, out to me about this job so I was like might as well try it um and I kind of got let go pretty much when COVID started so it well, was it was about
0: let's hear what did you do like first of all how did you like well yeah. like you said someone reached out to you so can yeah. you tell us you know how long you did it for what were your responsibilities and such jobs are always interesting. Like,
1: (laughs) yeah. So it was end of junior year. I, um, the boss was kind of like traveling back and forth. So I was just kind of like waiting on like starting. He was pretty much ready to like start training me once he had heard that I was like a good option from one of the people, students who was already working there. And so that summer, summer before senior year, I had started going in, like, and I had training. And what I would do is basically, um, so we'd have, like, I do, like, a lot of cashier responsibilities. Obviously, people, patients would come in, they'd ask, like, oh, I have a prescription ready. And I'd be like, okay. And then I'd go to the back and I'd, like, check, like, where's their bag of medication? I'd bring it back, bring them up. So that was, like, a pretty basic um, thing. Or if anything they bought in the store, I would also bring them up. And then, like, behind the counter, I'd work beside the pharmacist, and I'd, like, basically bag up the medications. Um, They'd kind of leave me, like, baskets full of, like, stuff, like, for each patient, and I'd have to, like, assemble, like, all the medications, staple the bag, and, like, put it where it needs to go. So that was another thing that I had to do, and I'd, like, do phone, like, I'd pick up the phone pretty much every time. If somebody called, patients would ask about, like, insurance questions or is my medication ready? That's a common one or like, or there'd be like, I have a new insurance, I need to put it on file. So it was kind of like a lot of things. And then like, we'd also do like deliveries of medications. So I'd, I'd have like a separate station to kind of bag up medications and have that special, like, it's like a little different process, but that would be for like deliveries and out for the guy to come in and take all the stuff. So it was like, I only did about like four hours a week once I started fully working, because I was just so busy with like, cross-country and tracks obviously during the school day I couldn't do any of the weekdays pretty much so I do like Sundays Mm -hmm. but until I got like to my own I would kind of work alongside with one of the students who had been working there they were just another high schooler but I'd kind of just like follow them and I'd do my thing and they'd kind of just watch over me to make sure I'm okay um doing it and it I feel like it helped because it's a very like it's a it's a bit nerve wracking because it's kind of like a very serious thing. Like you don't want to yeah, get you
0: can't medication. mess up those medications.
1: Yeah, if you kind of put the wrong medication like in the wrong bag like that, then it's like it's a big problem. So I it was kind of like um, it was a little stressful at times, um, but it. I feel like it really helped me with like patient interaction, customer interaction, just like people skills. Honestly, I feel like it really helped. It's just like people come and go, like you just need to be able to learn how to talk to them. Mm -hmm. And like, if someone's being like, kind of like not in the best mood, like how do you kind of like deal with that? That was just like something you kind of had to learn. And I really enjoyed, um, I like my coworkers. Um, um, and it was, it was a nice job, but, um, Yeah, I mean, it kind of got let go once COVID hit. Mm -hmm. Um, So I worked there from like June of junior year all the way until like March of senior year, pretty much. So it was about like
0: nine months. Nine
1: months. Nine months. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't too long, honestly. It was, but that was just kind of how it worked out because of what happened. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually, when when COVID started, like. I mean, that one week when everyone was just, like, kind of freaking out, I did actually go to work that day, I mean, that week, because, like, nobody wanted to come in, like, literally none of the kids wanted to come in, and since it was still so new, and we had no idea, like, what was going on, Mm -hmm. like, I was just like, well, I'll just go, because, like, I feel like no one's there, I'll just get paid, and I'll just go, and then pretty much after that one week, it was, like, middle of March, um, exactly, and I just didn't go after that, Mm -hmm. um, because it was just, like, not safe
0: yeah yeah completely understandable, okay, so are those your main extracurriculars?
1: yeah that's pretty much like the main stuff
0: Mhm, all right, mm-hmm. so let's go on to the actual college app, so yeah. let's start with the way you kind of kind of went into it a little bit earlier, but can you first explain how you made your list of colleges? Did you go on college tours? did you do simple like google searches what was what was your like criteria? did you want to be near a city, in the suburbs? Did you want to be close to home, far from home? What were you looking for in a college?
1: So what I was looking for was I kind of knew like I was going to go to a state school just because um, being science and pre-med, I didn't want to go to some Ivy League and be incredibly, incredibly, incredibly challenged and just have a tank on, like, my GPA if I was considering doing graduate school or medical school. So, like, I kind of wanted to just go to a state school because, one, it would just be less expensive, obviously, depending on where it is. Mm-hmm. And, like, two, I just didn't want that... I just didn't want to, like, s- like struggle so much in my undergrad in, compared to, like, some Ivy League or a really top school. But I did... Um, I did only visit one school actually and it was right before COVID. I, I was pretty late and I, I I kind of regret not being able to do more and I mean obviously I wouldn't have known COVID was gonna come and just hit all of us, but I I wish I started visiting maybe earlier in senior year just so I would have had more things to consider. I visited University of Maryland. Um and I, under. Oh really? Yep. Yeah. That's where my two cousins go too. my oh, really? two other cousins they're third year at Maryland. So mm-hmm. I always like ask them for everything pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I visited college park and I absolutely loved it. I mean, it was amazing. Uh, campus was awesome. Uh, my parents, uh, um, they liked the pre-med advisor. My mom really liked her. She was really sweet. And I got to talk to some of the students who were just going to enter medical school. It was like a panel of like graduates pretty much. And everyone was just really sweet. I really loved it. Um, but yeah, that was just like the one sc- That was just like one school. And it, I was between, it was in my top three, I would say at UMD by the end. But
0: mm-hmm. that was
1: pretty much the only school I got to visit. And it was great, but I was kind of sad that I never got to see like anything else. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so you didn't go to University of Pittsburgh until like-
1: I actually never visited Pitt until I got here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I committed without seeing Pitt, which is kind of crazy. I had a lot of trust in the school. But, um, I mean, it's really awesome. I, I, lo- I love it here. But with the other colleges, I I applied to maybe I, – I said the two BSMDs. Those were obviously, like, a reach for me, I would say. Mm-hmm. applied to Cornell because my mom told me to. I don't know why. <laughs> um, I got rejected, so – and then I applied to um, I applied to Rice University. That was, like, another reach. Mm-hmm. And then I applied to, like, a lot of – I applied to just, like, the Northeast and stuff. I applied to UMD, Rutgers. Um, I applied to University of Florida. And I also applied to, like, Drexel. And I think that's it. I'm kind of looking at what I had done. And uh, Pittsburgh – Obviously, mm-hmm. and UNC Chapel Hill. So it was kinda like a mix of like state half state schools maybe and then like half were like just for the heck of it. Mm-hmm. Like kinda like just for the heck of it, honestly. Just to see what would happen. Um, who knows? But I pretty much got into every school except for I didn't get into Cornell, obviously. I didn't get into UNC Chapel Hill and kinda like the other tough ones I just didn't really get in I didn't get into. Mm -hmm. So my options were, um, obviously like the state I was between Rutgers, uh, UMD and university of Florida in the end, my parent, my mom, actually my, my, both my parents wanted me to go to Florida. They knew that there were a lot of good med schools in Florida Mm -hmm. and a lot of great opportunity there. UF is seventh ranked in the top public schools. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, it's a good like public school. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have like a really good opportunity, but to me, I didn't want to go far from home. and I had told them that multiple times. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, "Well, if you go to Florida, we can come there for vacation. I was like, well, this is not <laughs> about you. it's about me. And so i I was just like, I don't really want to go to Florida. like i I knew that, and I I feel like they just like were, yeah, they just knew i I wasn't gonna go. Like I said I didn't want to. I didn't wait, so
0: go. was University of Pittsburgh not in your top three?
1: It was, it was. So it was oh, okay. UF, UMD, and U, um, Pitt, Pitt.
0: Oh, okay, okay. And then yeah. how did you end up choosing Pitt? You said you really like UMD.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, so pretty much I was between Pitt and UMD. I was not gonna go, I was like, had no interest in going to Rutgers, my, um, home college, state, uh, my state college, mm-hmm. um, because I just didn't want to be here. I, I knew I wanted to go somewhere out. So I was between Pitt and UMD. Pitt was just less, like, well, one of the things was it was less expensive. For me, um, than UMD, and I didn't get really that much from UMD. There's basically nothing, so I was gonna, I was gonna end up paying like full price, basically, mm-hmm. like pretty much. And, um, and at Pitt, I was accepted into the honors college here, and I had also gotten like a, um, I think because of the honors college, I'm not sure, I got like a, 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 like a what do you call it? not in early admissions, but a guaranteed admissions to the M- Masters of Public Health here. Mm-hmm. So I would be able to get in if I wanted with lower grades, pretty much. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just guaranteed that. So I had that letter. I had the honors. And I just knew that Pitt was just a really, it was a better school for like the major and the field that I wanted to go in. Um, I know that UMD is also really good in STEM, but you, Pitt is... I just felt was known much better for the um, hospitals and mm-hmm. research and just the, and like our pretty much our school is 70 percent are um, arts and sciences.
0: Oh, wow! OK. Yeah.
1: So uh, pre- a lot of people come here just for studying bio, whatever mm-hmm. the hell they want to do. Um, <laughs> it's just like pretty a very um, biomed dental pre-health or um, school. So I just felt like it would be a better fit here for me. Mm-hmm then
0: at UMD. All right. And, so, yeah. yeah. So I have two questions. Uh, With Honors College and, you know, most public like flagship schools will have an Honors College. They'll have the regular and then they'll have the Honors. With yeah. the Honors College, is it any sort of like different application or when they're considering your application, they're like, okay, you get in and we'll also put you in the Honors College because we think you're, you know, the top of the students we're going to admit.
1: Yeah. So for the Honors, you... Have to apply by a certain deadline. That's one thing. It's a separate like. Oh. It's like, it's not separate application, but like you have to make sure you submit it by this time to be considered.
0: And you need to specify that you want to go. You are applying for the yeah. honors
1: college. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's like a, there's like two for Pitt. At least there was two like essays, like I mean paragraphs, I guess, um, mm-hmm. for the honors college. So I had known about that, and I was like, I just want to try for it. It's just too extra. So I just applied when I did the common app I I believe it was on the common app itself. It was obviously optional cuz I not like has to do it, but I just had filled that out in addition to the regular stuff that I needed.
0: Yeah, but you can apply to Pitt, get rejected from the honors college but still get into Pitt, yeah, right? yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mhm. And then for comparison purposes, like let's say like with UMD, how, mm-hmm. We're going to say like how does in-state tuition differ from out-of-state and I'll say like what it would cost for me a Marylander to go to UMD. Sure. The sure. tuition would be less than 10k a year. I think I think it would be about 8 Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, about 8,000 a year for an in-state Marylander and I'm sure it's probably similar for other people in their state school. How much was the sticker price for you at UMD like tuition wise?
1: I didn't realize it was 8,000. That's very very low actually. Yeah.
0: Eight, eight or ten I think
1: it's fifty thousand for out of state that's why i'm that's why I'm saying I don't know if um in state is eight thousand I feel like it's like thirty
0: no 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 no
1: it's it' fifty i mean it that's the 50? sticker point. one thousand yeah, is that
0: including like room and board and like yeah, and stuff? okay yeah. oh well, okay,
1: oh no, so if I'm you gonna...
0: include room and board, yeah, it goes up to like twenty something yeah, yeah I'm oh, talking about tuition okay. <laughs> okay, wait, let me look Cause I have the
1: thing here u m d is thirty two Okay. Just just um, tuition mm-hmm. from whatever, whenever I looked at this, so like two years ago. So it's about I was like 50K. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. Maybe I feel like she's saying just the tuition price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 32. And I mean, with the tuition, board, it's 50. And I just feel like that's a lot. That is a lot, yeah. That's a lot. And a lot of the people at UMD who were doing bio or pre-health, they were all actually in-state. They mm-hmm. even had yeah. said themselves that they preferred to go to UMD because they were gonna save money. Yeah. So I was just like, that is definitely like money is definitely a factor if I'm gonna do more school after. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to go to too pricey of a school just for yeah. the undergrad.
0: And then the tuition for Pitt. What was the tuition for Pitt? Like just the sticker price, not the sticker I, price. The tuition sticker price.
1: Mm-hmm. The for Pitt, I think it's like, I think it's like thirty two. For mm-hmm. out of state, I believe.
0: So it's like the same with UMD.
1: Um, but the tuition, or it might be like twenty nine or something for total. I know the total is like forty five.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Total is like forty five. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And, okay. Okay. But
1: I had gotten scholar much more scholarship money here than there, so that was a, mm-hmm. also a like it would just reduce it like less compared to UMD.
0: And also one more thing with Honors College before we get into your essays, you know. Yeah. So with Honors College, when you're like, um, I guess when you're applying through an Honors College, do Honors College students get first dibs on tuition, like not tuition, like scholarships and stuff?
1: I feel like the Honors kids get more scholarship, but Mm -hmm. I don't know that it's particular to Honors. I think anyone could get scholarship money. Mm -hmm. but maybe the honors kids would just get more that maybe i'm not too sure about that Mm -hmm. um but that would be what i think i think the like the guaranteed admissions thing i think that was a result of honors college that i feel like because i got that after i got accepted in the honors college so i Mm -hmm. feel like that might be a result of that aspect but i don't believe the tuition the university scholarship money that they say is dependent on that
0: okay okay. so let's move on to I guess we can say the last portion of your application before we talk a little bit about the little college experience that you've had. So college essay, what what topic did you write on? Like, which prompt did you choose? And you said mm-hmm. you started the summer before senior year. So can you tell us like the different stages you had with writing before you came to your final product?
1: Yeah, so I had no idea what I wanted to write about. I had no, like, I know everyone... I don't know where people come up with these special experiences that they've had, but I had a pretty ordinary high school experience and I was really struggling to think of a topic. But I kind of just like wrote about, I think I turned it into something more like personal and like my thoughts, I would say. I I talked about how like, I feel like I had no vision like in life, like beyond getting into college. I felt like that was so like, I felt like that might be a lot of people like everyone is just focused on getting college but nobody had thought about what am I going to do after Mm -hmm. and I kind of talked about that and how I was so focused on like the nitty-gritty things getting into college that I had like like zero thought about what was I going to do after and I I actually wanted to reread it um once I got this opportunity for this podcast I was like you know I want to take a look at it to just see what what was I thinking two years Mm -hmm. ago because I think it'd be kind of cool I feel like mine was more like a journal entry. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It feels like it was more like a personal thing. But yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think it was like really special. I, I feel like that was like the only thing I could come up with at the time to just kind of talk about like me and myself, but not maybe not necessarily like something that happened to me. It was more just like me thinking and then just like explaining like all this these thought processes and stuff. So that was like with my essay. I went through maybe like two three drafts um they say not to ask too many people to read your essay because then it kind of loses like its original meaning of what you wrote so I only had asked my UMD cousin um the older one and I had asked um this like English tutor teacher that I had like in middle school um we we, we were very like she was very. She very much liked me, and she had said, "Send over your essay, and I'll read it for you." So I just asked her and my cousin, and I think that was it. I didn't want it, uh, like many people to read it, just mm-hmm. because I didn't want like so many changes that like it doesn't even sound like me anymore. So I know mm-hmm. that's like one thing that people say, and I kind of stuck to that. So I didn't really go more than that for the essay, mm-hmm. but for the extracurriculars, I didn't really ask anyone to read. I mean, not extracurriculars. The essays about, like, extracurriculars and all the other stuff, I just did that by myself. I didn't really ask anyone to read over it just because it was kind of short. And, like, I was, like, I don't really know, like, what you could change because, like, the content, like, I'm just talking about everything that kind of really happened. It's pretty, like, straightforward in that sense. You're just typing out, like, all your experiences and things like that. Um, I... I think I I don't think I did many drafts for those like little short ex- supplementary um, mm-hmm. essays that they would say, maybe like just like read it over, check it over before I submit. Um, but I feel like I focused more on the essay, obviously, because that was more important, so
0: mm-hmm. I spent
1: more time like revising that. Um, and what
0: with your essay, what conclusion <laughs> or perhaps lack of conclusion did you come to at the end?
1: Um. Do you mean, like, like my in my essay itself?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when you're, you're talking about, like, how people don't really, mm-hmm. they think about college, but they don't think about anything after. Like, yeah. what conclusion did you come to?
1: You know, I really wish I had read the essay now, because I can't really remember what mm-hmm. I had said on there. Um, but I just, I don't know. I feel like it kind of got a little deep, <laughs> honestly. I don't know. I, I really wish I read it before. I, I can't really remember, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I think it was just me kind of, like, saying that, like, I didn't want to have a very closed mindset anymore. And I realized that I was having a closed mindset and that I wanted to start being more, like, open and kind of just, like, like, kind of stop being very tunnel vision mm-hmm. in life just because I I was so, like, I was just like that. I would just always think in, like, fragments. Like, I'd be like, this is what I'm looking forward to and then this is what I'm looking forward to. But I never feel like... I was able to see the big picture and I feel like that just like that held me back because I wasn't really I wasn't open to like doing new things. I wasn't open to like trying new stuff because I was just like I was like this is what I have to do and then this is what I have to do just because that's what everyone told me. I never feel like I had my own like my own like um path to do to follow and things like that. I feel like that's what I said. I can't I can't really remember but I feel like it was just me kind of just explaining, like, I had this realization, like, this moment of realization when, like, I just knew that I was, like, just thinking very, like, closed-minded, I think.
0: I think that's a great, I mean, it's called the personal statement, so. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's it for part one of my interview with Archana. Make sure to subscribe so you know when part two comes out. Also, make sure to check out my blog, collegerealitycheck.com, for more college-related content. But other than that, I hope to see you next time.